Welcome to the Choosing Optimism podcast as we start off the third line of our creed to make all your friends feel that there is something in them. We have a great story about some friends that connected through optimism. Uh, we're starting, uh, moving forward here, we're excited to have them on with us. I'd like to introduce our three guests today, Crystal Sheriff, Melissa, and Tina. How are you guys doing today? And also we have the famous, or should I say infamous, Mr. Nick Prilliman and Mr. Russ Thomas. How are you guys doing today? Absolutely wonderful. Perfect. Well, as you know, we always, I, on our first podcast, I always said I'm a sucker for quotes and I wanted to start off with one that I found while I was doing some stuff here. They go the start off. It says, "True friends are those who lift you up when no one else noticed you were down." And I can speak personally that my Optimist Club lifted me up through some pretty crazy times when I was going through some personal stuff. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about how our three guests connected and reconnected because of optimism. So let's start with Crystal. Crystal, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your Optimist Club, and we'll do the same with the other three two and. Then we'll get started how you guys all came back together. Hey, of course you had to choose me first. <laughs> right next to me. So that's where I thought I'd start. I'm Crystal. I'm from Windsor. Um, I've been an optimist, part, part of the optimist now for three years, maybe. It started out, um, I've known Tina and Melissa. Actually, I've known their husbands longer than I've known them. Um, I met their husbands when I was probably 14, 15 years old. And just over the years, we've all became close friends and uh, our kids are all together. That's how I got involved. Tina asked if my kids wanted to be a part of the Joy Club. And I was like, yeah, I'll give them something good to do, something positive. And then here we are. <laughs> three years later, we've the three of us have started our own together and we, we're just hand in hand and we're chucking away at it and doing the best that we can. Well, very cool. Nice that you guys started an Optimist Club. Those are—it's a fun experience to start an Optimist Club. I've been a part of making one, and that's—it's always a fun process to do, to go through the start to finish on one of those. Yeah, it is. Uh, it happened really fast, <laughs> to say the least. But uh, it happened, and we did it, and we did it together. And I think that's what made it such a smooth uh, flow was the three of us together because we all complement each other in different ways and we all have our faults and we all have our, our positives and we we build off each of those so after 25 years of knowing each other we're, we're we know them pretty well <laughs> almost a quarter of a century that's pretty impressive oh, marriages don't even last that long nah, that doesn't tell you your age or anything does it well yeah. <laughs> so what about you what's your what's your optimist story Oh, gosh. Um, so I was the last one to the parade. So um, just like Tina had said earlier, we, um, we were recruited by her. Um, and uh, our friendship goes back forever. Um, Tina and I actually had babies on the same day. Um, so we've had the pleasure of watching our family grow. And um, we had life get in the way. Honestly, I moved out west and... Um, you know, have, uh, my children have gotten big, I adopted, and all kinds of weird things happened, and 
couple years ago, just like Crystal, um, Teen reached out to us and said, I got this really great thing I'm doing and I think you'd be perfect at it. Um, I'm pretty sure it was my second meeting and I was already an executive. I don't know how that happened. And um, we call that anything. ball and told. Ball and told. That is my favorite word. Um, and as I speak, I am the charter president of the club we just formed in the same scenario. Um, so, yeah, we just created Reaching for the Stars, Optimus Club of Windsor and Essex County. Um, we couldn't be more proud, honestly. Uh, it has really brought us back together. And that's why when I saw Denise's post, I couldn't think of a better story. Um, we've always kept in touch. We've always been phenomenal friends, but um, this has just really given us a reason. And uh, we all have that same optimistic look at life. And I think it's just solidified it. So we are running on the ground right now with everything, but um, it really does help that we're all such good friends, but all such good pieces to our puzzle. So um, we're really grateful just to be here and to be able to share that. Well, that, that's, a, that's a very uh, awesome thing you're doing being charter president. I know that's a big responsibility when a new club is being started. So Tina, it sounds like you're kind of a little ringleader that got everybody <laughs> sucked into our, into our great world here that we have of Optimus. Just a little bit. And in all sincerity, to be quite frank and honest, Joy is truly our future for Optimist International. Um, the biggest thing is bringing back Ohana or bringing back family, right? And when you make it a family, um, you know, the members will come. They will come. And that's the biggest thing to take away from it. Now, when you have friendships that go back for years and years and years, those friendships are required kindled thanks to optimism right so the biggest thing is is optimists are empowerment there are we provide excellent excellent initiatives inside of our communities we have a lot to be proud of you know and our friendship for crystal myself and melissa has gone back decades legit decades and i watch them grow every single day and that is the best part about our story so Uh, and how long have you been an optimist, Tina? I've actually been an optimist from 2015. Oh, very so nice. Pretty exciting. Yeah. So when, uh, when you guys knew each other before, how did you guys know each other beforehand, before you were all optimists? And you, any of three of you can chime in at any point. So just let us know. Uh, we don't I want think it started, yeah, I think it started, Crystal knew our husband. Is that how yeah. it goes? And yeah. then... I knew Crystal. <laughs> yeah, and then Tina was the singer of band and my brother-in-law. Yeah. And so then we introduced my husband and I introduced Tina and her husband together. And, yes. and they got married. And then um yeah, it just it's wild how uh, all our webs kind of entangled. Um yeah, it I don't know, am I missing any parts, guys? It's been <laughs> No, that's really it. Because I mean, I mean, I've known Shane and Shane since yeah. high school, and then we just yeah, yeah. they got with and them literally ladies and, and huh? Melissa and Shane really. I said Melissa and Shane literally introduced me to my husband Shane now. So yeah, yeah. Wait, so you guys are you guys are married to Shane. That's quite hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Two of them are yeah. <laughs> 
And the best part is that they have the same initial for a middle name, so and born in the same month, same year. So um, they have quite the story themselves. So they go way further back than we do. But, yes, they do. Yeah. Middle initial would happen to be M, just out of curiosity, because that'd be really creepy. No, no, it's okay, not. good. <laughs> So, um, what uh, are uh, some of the stuff? What is some of the stuff that your your club is doing that has re-sparked some of your guys' friendships on doing stuff like that, like for fundraisers or projects or stuff like that? Oh, so you want to talk about it, Mel, or you want us uh, to? Talk? I'll get as far as I can. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so unfortunately, right now in the city of Windsor, um, and a lot of places across the world right now. Um, the opioid crisis is uh, really um, hitting a lot of families. So um, we are extremely proud that we have hit the ground running and we have an opioid awareness campaign starting in August. Um, we're over the top ecstatic about it because uh, we actually um, got the idea and the thought process of it from a lovely lady named Denise um, in Sudbury. And she um, had placed a cross for her son that had passed. Um, and so we are running with the same kind of concept here in Windsor. We are losing people um, daily and it's unbelievable. So an amazing, oh, amazing committee. Um, we've actually secured a site outside of our city hall. And for the month of August, we will be placing crosses um, for every person that has been lost to the uh, epidemic. So, um, Unfortunately, I lost my baby brother on Christmas Day. And um, these two were literally the two that showed me the article and um, we have just empowered it. Uh, we've been approached by, we've approached many different nonprofits in the city. Uh, positive positive Pathways, my goodness, um, is really taking us under their wing um, and helping promote with the Opioid Awareness Day. That's August 31st. Um, and, uh, yeah, I couldn't be more proud to be a part of such an impactful uh, campaign that's going to happen. Anything so, I missed, Um We have our, our, we have one of our members, Mr. Um, Bill McGone, actually, and he is the leader of our joy. He is actually making the crosses out of his garage and our joy kids will be painting them and participating in this as well to help bring awareness at all ages. Um, unfortunately, it is very, very heavy in this city right now. It doesn't matter at what age. Um, there was a 14-year-old boy that just passed due to this pandemic or due to the uh, epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. For the, opioid, the opioid usage, it's very, very sad. We just want to bring acknowledgement to people and awareness. And, and, you know, we want people to know that it's okay to talk about and it's okay to get help and it's okay to... Um, to reach out to people and, and just, you know, be there. And, and it's okay to grieve people that you've lost, even if you're angry over it, you know, because of what they've done. Yes. And the most important thing is the campaign is actually called you are not alone so that no one is ever alone in their grief or loss, but as well is never alone to feel like they can never get help. So we have many community um, organizations teaming with us to ensure that if someone is ready to receive recover, recovery, um, that those resources are available, as well as counseling for loss or for addiction, 
you know, the biggest thing is, is removing the stigma surrounding addiction. So. And I think that's the coolest part about um, teaming with Positive Pathways. It's not only um, showing the community, you know, all these great organizations and, and different avenues that they can, but it's really showing them that it's right in your backyard. It, it really is hitting um, it's not those people. It really is something that we got to start looking at because not only has just overwhelmed the city, but um, COVID has just done such a toll on mental health. And that's our really big focus, um, right from young kids all the way up. Uh, so it's really cool because we have a, a, a junior, like a joy club, um, uh, rising, rising for the Stars. Our teen club is Aligning for the Stars. So it's really impactful that we have incorporated them in this campaign, but also um, it's looking for ways that we can help them before they hit that point, right? That's my big um, thing is that we want to make it, we want to make it just normal that people are talking and um, it, yeah, it's been crazy the amount of outpouring stuff we've already gotten and we have just started. So pretty cool. Well, it's very exciting when you hit the ground running with the project and it starts to get we get traction after you know and gain gain stuff going on. So, do you have any idea for future fundraisers or something that you guys are interested in doing? You know, as a newly formed club. Um, well, we have a bunch of fundraisers actually going on right now, and um, we partnered with. This, I know we never say no to anything. Um, so we have the St. Clair Beach. Um, Optimus Club, they're raffling right now for a vehicle, um, which is pretty amazing that they've incorporated us, especially with being such a new club. We're really trying to get creative. Uh, COVID has definitely taught us that you got to kind of think outside the box. Um, so our big thing is like we're doing yard sales. We're doing, um, Crystal came up with an amazing idea to do decals. Um, and it's the hashtag Happy Optimus because we actually were formed on International Happy Optimus Day. Um, so we have really tried to think outside the box. Um, our big thing is that uh, we wanted to serve the Windsor and Essex County. So being from this area, we didn't want to seclude ourselves to one small area. We want to incorporate the whole county um, because we just love inclusion. And I think that that's going to be our big focus for fundraising is mental health awareness, but also just getting the community involved from our kids have done uh, walks where they're picking up garbage to um, you know, donating toys for kids at Christmas. I think yeah. it's just really like Teen said, it's bringing in that joy, um, that whole thought of just the positive side that we really need to bring back to the community, um, especially after this year and a half. We also have um, come the new school year, we have started collecting um, school bags and school supplies. Um, so as we see them go on sale or whatever it is, we're picking them up a little bit here, a little bit there. We're hoping to get uh, enough bags and school supplies to fill. So when the kids go back to school, we'll probably do, do a drop in Windsor and then a couple out in the county at different spots for, for people to pick up. Um, that's another thing we're doing with our joy and our teen clubs. Everybody's going to be, we really, um, one of our biggest models in starting our club is that um, the way it should flow is the adult should be mentoring the teens and the teens should be mentoring the children and everybody should kind of just flow together and work together. It should never be that's your group, that's my group, and that's their group. We want it to be our group together combined because 
if we're not teaching them, how are they going to teach the littles and how are the littles going to learn if we're all being no. So we keep it all together and we try to work together with everybody. Really teaching them life lessons too, right? Just that inclusion and how to teach each other and mentor each other. And um, it's been a really cool experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's very exciting. Like I said, it's exciting when a project we have just takes traction. So, you know, kudos to you guys for just hitting the ground running. Thank you. Thank you. Russ, Nick, what do you guys have to add to our lovely discussion we're having here? Well, you know me, I always got something to say, but you know, I heard something I thought that was kind of great. And, and somebody said something about uh, inclusion. And, you know, as I think about what we do and where we go and us as optimists, you know, you, you, you sometimes underestimate the uh, the importance of including, and uh, it makes me think about. I got the response back from one of our and uh, one of our podcasts, and somebody says, "You know, Russ, uh, how come you got five old guys and just one lady there?" And I'm thinking, you know, you don't think about that till you see this, but it's nice. I want to say welcome, ladies, because it's nice to have. Uh, one, two, three, four. How many we got? Four, five ladies on here. So it's nice. Uh, and, and I think uh, it goes a long way to our audience to be able to say, you know, we we are trying to be uh, inclusive of those around us. And uh, it's always important. I think that helps us to, to really uh, make people feel good by including them, by finding out things about them, by sharing information, by remembering things about people, right? I mean, uh, nothing better than when you got longtime friends like you guys, uh, been longtime friends. I'm sure you remember little small things about each other when you <laughs> see them, you know, right? And some things you could talk about, some things you can't, but I know you remember the small things that become uh, come important, like going out to, to lunch and knowing that you drink sweet tea or she drinks uh, unsweet tea. And, and when you order, you say, you know, uh, Crystal likes unsweet tea and Melissa likes sweet tea. So, I mean, you know, there's so many things that we have optimists that we do. And, and I think uh, I'm really thankful. And I've learned a lot as, as you, uh, you guys have. And good luck with your new club. So it, it, Nick, Nick's just dying to get in there. And he's, he's telling me, shut up, shut up. <laughs> well, I, and I think, I, I think, I think it was, uh, uh, Robert Ingersoll, who said, we rise by lifting others. And I think what's great about the, about the story about you three ladies is that, you know, you were friends to begin with and uh, you came in, the, you came together in the Optimist Club. And, and it sounds like it even, you know, it, it, it strengthened the friendship even more because you're doing things together. And, and I think, uh, uh, you know, there's, as Shane said, there's all these different quotes, and I love quotes too. There's another one I heard once says, "Those who are happy, those who are happiest, are those who do the most for others." And see, I think that's the wonderful thing about uh, about being involved in optimism. And I have great friends. I mean, Russ is one of my great friends, and we became friends through uh, being involved in optimism. And uh, I know when the pande pandemic, you know, came upon us, and I'm sure it happened with you guys too. Uh, you know, I had a great support system. I mean, I, you know, here we were trapped in our homes, uh, world turned upside down. Uh, but I had a great support system. My optimist friends, I had family, of course, and I talked to them, but I had a great optimist support system. Uh, and we constantly were, you know, we just, we went on, we couldn't see each other face to face or whatever. 
and I think uh, each of us encouraged encouraged uh, you know ourselves as well as uh, others around us. Uh, and I think that's the wonderful thing. This third uh, tenet uh, of the creed, uh, you know, not only our friends but I think everyone. I mean, that, that's part of our the great mission of Optimus International. I think is to go out and, and really make a difference in other people's lives and. Uh, uh, and I think y'all three are a great demonstration of that. Great friends who came together and are doing even greater things by, by in being involved in The Optimist. And I take my hat off to you. And I'm glad I made that challenge to you, Tina, because, uh, you know, you went out and got the, you know, I asked you for, you know, uh, about five and you went out and got 25. So I think that's absolutely, well, I'll always, I'll always be grateful for you, to you for that. Well, I, I thank you for that challenge, because in all sincerity, when you first hear the, a challenge of five members as a club president, when you're first starting, you're like, OK, I can do that. But in all sincerity, it was Joy that brought 25 new members. And it was the whole model of inclusion, because once their kids got involved, they're like, hey, you really are making a difference in our community. I want to be a part of this, too, so I can do it with my kids so I can continue to teach them the best lessons in life, and that is to help others, right? So in all sincerity, even with this new club, we brought in 16 brand new optimists and half of our board of directors is 18, 18 and 19 years old. We really wanted to focus on the youth because they have, in all sincerity, a whole different outlook than sometimes what we have. They simplify things to things that you never think of before. And in all sincerity, if we can impact just one person, one child, one mother, one father, one aunt, uncle, grandparent, guess what? It counts. It truly, honestly, it counts. And that is the purpose of Optimus. And moving back to, to kind of to touch on some things that Russ and Nick said, you know, when you have these optimist clubs for our, our listeners that don't know this, but you know, when you're doing a project, you are doing this with your friends, you choose to be there to do this project to help these kids and our optimist club does a lot of social events. So we can uh, go we have a night at the ballpark where all our, we can bring our families and the families get to enjoy the baseball and just have a night with friends we do a float trip on the river here and have a a camp out on the river and we just do stuff like that, you know, to make our friendships that much stronger on top of our optimist stuff that we have going on. Cause if you're not enjoying doing the things with the people you're with, there's no really point in doing it. If you're not having fun and enjoying yourself. And I'm very thankful that some of my best friends that I have are optimists and okay. the stuff that we do here in our community. So, you know, for our listeners out there that are, you know, on the fence of maybe joining a club or, as to have that friend that they want to get to join, they haven't asked yet. I encourage you to just jump right in and get it done. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, and look at you guys, you've been friends for 25 years. That's, you know, my bet. I have a friend that I've been friends with for, I think 27 years. So we go back to when we were really, really little. So. Um, and I think it's also important to recognize the why, why are you an optimist? You know, what, it, why, why did you become a member? Because in all sincerity, everybody has a different definition and a different meaning behind our own mission in Optimus. So I think that that's also important to recognize too, but it's important that you recognize each individual 
as they are. And in all sincerity, they're community leaders, they're advocates. So that is a very true and accurate point. So mm -hmm. um, moving forward, um, so I know, like you said, you have projects coming up and uh, hopefully everything opens up so you guys are able to get out oh. and get some stuff done. I know mm -hmm. that down here in the States, we're being opened up a little quicker, thankfully, but. Uh, I think that's what's um, allowing us to really be proud or maybe it's giving us faith in, in what we're doing because everything we've done is behind a computer screen like it's it's unbelievable how much we've tackled and accomplished so far in our short few months that we've been together um that we just can't wait we, we cannot wait until we can get out there and have an actual meeting face to face whether it's you know six feet apart from everybody and we can't do anything even close to each other but i just i honestly cannot wait for the moment um, that we can actually do that because um, just to see the power that's already been behind um, the passion of these people uh, and what we've accomplished so far, I, I can't even imagine once we kind of get through this ugly times, but it's going to give us that reason to get through to the end. So I'm really excited because I would like a day at the park too. <laughs> <laughs> well, with hopefully everything the way it's, everything's going, that day will be sooner rather than later, we hope. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. well, I, is there anything else you guys want to share with our listeners that we're moving forward about? Um, some stuff that you have advice for new members or people that are trying to get out there, anything such as that to get people involved in their communities? Don't be scared and don't be afraid, mm -hmm. right? Because you're in it together and you're in it united. And a lot of people are, you know, a little timid of, joining something and joining an organization in the beginning I've, I've been told that actually quite a bit and because they don't know what to think being honest right they don't know what's involved what to think but the nice thing about Optimus is you can do whatever you want with your your club and all ideas are they're like invited you know mm -hmm. and never be scared to to share an idea or a thought because it's important so i can tell you this taking me out of my shell a little bit because uh i'm a behind the scenes kind of person you just tell me mm -hmm. what to do and i'll get it done but don't put me in front of the camera <laughs> <laughs> i don't like to be up front and center i just it's not me <laughs> these girls have been pushing me and uh they finally pushed you off the cliff yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> i'm hanging so, Crystal, we probably don't want to say something like there's 65,000 optimists that are going to view this. It is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I can't see them. So, <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> well, and that's how this podcast got started. It all started with an idea where I called mm -hmm. Nick and said, Hey, I had this really good idea when I should have just kept my mouth shut because then Russ goes, Hey, by the way, you're in charge of it now. Yeah, that's the way it uh, we have we have a great team behind us and i also want to say thanks to our technical support and our director slash producer denise behind the scenes who keeps us yakkers in line i always tell people that that she's <laughs> one that makes everything flow very good uh, very smoothly throughout this process so we have to give those people a shout out as well and sean in the background as well make 
making sure that we're not uh, taking up too much of people's lives, that we're also getting out there and sharing these stories. And that's the purpose of this is to get out there and share these stories with people in your community to let you know that everything out there is really not that bad. There are people in your communities that are out there that want to make a difference. And if you want to make a difference, all you have to do is reach out. You know, Shane, so one of the things that, that I think is wonderful about the, the Optimist organization is that it's a great place if you are a little bit nervous, if you are a little bit afraid of stepping out there. Uh, it's a great place because I've always found it's a very safe environment to practice these kind of things. Uh, you know, I don't know how, how much this uh, organization has helped my career because I've been involved in it almost 35 years. And I came and I, I really went to my first meeting to, uh, to really say thank you, but no thank you, because I'd been invited to, to, uh, to a charter meeting for a new club. And uh, I went there and I listened to this gentleman talk and he was telling about all the wonderful things he did for children. And I thought, oh, that's good. That's good. But the thing that, that got me, that, that hooked me, he said, come, give us a little bit of your time and I promise you we'll make you a better person. And I think that most of the, almost every Optimist Club, I can't think of one that I've ever been involved in or ever gone to or seen. They, they're, they want to see their members uh, succeed. They, they, they help, they, they want to help lift their members up in most every case. And, and I think that's a great, a great thing to say about our organization because it helps you because you're doing it First, you're doing it among friends. It gives you the courage, and then you can step out a little bit more. And I've seen some individuals do unbelievable things uh, and thought they never could. They couldn't stand up and talk. Well, I'll give you an example. My wife, for instance, my wife is petrified, was petrified to speak in front of people. I mean, she'd make a, when I remember when she's going to school, and we would we would stay up half the night practicing just she was going to give a presentation and i remember a great thing she got involved in the optimist she was our president she was the number one president in our district but the big thing is that a club act invited her to come and make a you know make a speech a presentation to them and she went and did this thing and i thought wow now that is something and and she the optimist really helped her because she was doing it in front of her friends uh, and, and they were helping her. And uh, now she has no problem. She has no problem speaking in front of people. And I give the optimist a lot of credit for, for helping her to, you know, develop that. And there's just all these other things too. But I, I think it's just a wonderful environment to do the things where you can, you can test, but you're testing yourself amongst friends. It's there. They're not going to laugh at you or if they do, it's, you know, it's in fun. It's not. Uh, and, and I just, think it's a great environment i know for me it's been a wonderful uh, wonderful journey that's the purpose of our creed if we're really living the creed we will make our all our friends feel that there is something in them that thing that sparked to ignite that fire to make them that much better of a person it might be time for a shameless plug here shane you know uh you're talking about making all your friends feel there's something in them we got a great opportunity coming up uh, what is it uh, June 30th through uh, July 3rd, the 103rd Optimist International uh, Convention uh, down here in Atlanta, Georgia, Nick's hometown. He's a Georgia boy from scratch. 
So, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we're looking at and we sure hope that our Canadian friends and family hope something opens up up there and, uh, and many of y'all can come down this way. I, I, I think even our Optimus uh, international president-elect is trying to figure out a way to sneak out of Canada to get down here to it. <laughs> But I didn't say that on national, uh, national, right? No. I didn't, right? But, but we didn't uh, hear nothing. <laughs> yeah, this is an opportunity for us, an opportunity for us to be able to meet some friends and, and get uh, some uh, motivation from all those across the country. And uh, we, we hope to see you all. And if not, we'll be seeing you on the Zoom, right? It's going to be uh, virtual also. So, uh, you know, we invite everybody out there, all 65,000 of you to, to take part in our Optimus International Convention Uh uh, and it's a pretty inexpensive by uh, by Zoom, uh, and uh, those that are coming in are going to be able to see everybody. We'll be seeing it face to face. Nick and I are back together doing a little videos in the same room. So uh, you know, people are excited. They're ready to get out. They're ready to help. They're ready to serve because they've uh, they've learned and they found out that uh, you know what in need really is about. And we've all been through that through this uh, pandemic. So here in the United States, we're really fortunate that we're opening up. Uh, in Georgia here, we're, I mean, at least a little town I'm in, we're, we're a hundred percent out and, uh, you know, it's amazing how good you feel. So I, I'd like to, again, I thank, uh, I thank our guest here. It's uh, been a great, uh, a great experience. We're glad you're here with us. We can't hear help to, and want to hear more from you. And, and Sean, when I said those five old guys, that guy was talking about you too. So I, I can't understand that. <laughs> He didn't, he didn't I figured uh, as much, Russ. He included us much. all. He included <laughs> us all when he said five old guys. <laughs> well, we would also like to thank you as well for um, for your time too in doing the podcast as well for the viewers. Thank you. It's just another way to reach out with all the things mm -hmm. going on. Just one more way to reach out and get our message out there. Thank you. And thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Well, and, and I always like to end with a quote before we start doing our closing stuff, but I think that this quote sums you three up to a perfect T after our conversation today. A strong friendship doesn't need daily conversation or being together. As long as the relationship lives in the heart, true friends never part. I think that I think that sums true. up everybody to a T because I know oh. that I don't get to see, you know, Nick. I've only seen Nick a couple one time in person at an international convention, but I talk to him on the phone at least a couple times a month. And I know that there's a friends that I haven't talked to for quite a while, but as soon as I call them or see them, they're so excited to hear from me. And it's an hour on the phone before we both go, oh crap, we have other things to do before we <laughs> realize and you know go on our way. But I think people, especially through this pandemic, are starting to realize that. The friendship is still there and they can't wait to get out and see everybody and make things better. So we, cause if you're a true friend, it never parts. It's the truth. And it's funny cause we did lose touch, especially when I was going back to school and nursing, but in all sincerity, you know, your core friends will always come back. So it just takes a phone call or a simple reach out. So it's true. Well, for all of our optimists listening out there, we're still looking for our, your optimist story. You can send them to us at podcast at optimist.org is our email address. It goes right to our podcast team so we can start sorting through those because we can't wait to start that pro little program on our uh, going forward of 
when your defining moment was of being an optimist. So we can't wait to read some of these and get some people on here to get things going. I'd like to thank Crystal and Tina and Melissa for coming on our program today. Um, and just we're looking forward to continuing to break down our creed and moving forward. And with that, we just remind you to keep continue to choose optimism. Thank you.